every Monday, I was on a new diet. The moment I decided for real, I need to do something. You know, I don't need to know the exact path that I'm going to take. I don't need to know all the answers right now. That's what stopped me in the past. It wasn't about that anymore. It was about feel that you are doing something about the issue at hand and feel uncomfortable, feel all of those things. And you are taking the right steps because without feeling all those things, then you're just doing the same thing you always do. Hey guys, welcome back to the Digest This Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Cameron. And today on the show, we have Melissa Alcantara. She is better known for training Kim Kardashian, but she's also known as Fit Girl Mel on Instagram with over a million loyal fans and followers. She is the author of the book, Fit Girl, The Total Body Turnaround, and creator of Fit Girl Mel app, containing at-home workouts, meal guides, macro classes, and so much more. When Melissa was pregnant in 2011, she was sick and constantly exhausted. Her pregnancy was so difficult that she dropped out of college and began to eat everything from donuts to cheesecakes to pizza and She made a commitment to lose the baby weight and transform her body, but she couldn't have imagined how much it would change her life. And she's here today to share her story and inspire you to get out of the rut. All right. You may not know this about me, but every morning before I drink my daily coffee, I actually drink electrolytes first. There's two reasons I do this. One, your body is naturally dehydrated from the previous night's sleep and is craving hydration. And two, coffee actually dehydrates you, even though it is technically a liquid. So rule of thumb, hydrate before you caffeinate. I personally use Element Electrolytes in my morning routine. It's literally the first thing I drink every single morning. I stick to their raw, unflavored version, which contains no sugar, no flavorings, no coloring, and no fillers. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio of salt, magnesium, and potassium. And their unflavored version has only those three ingredients. Element is by far the cleanest electrolyte drink I've found on the market, and I've been looking for a while. Other electrolyte drink mixes have added sugar, maltodextrin, dextrose, gums, and even added oils. Electrolytes are essential for our body to function. So you want to not only make sure you are getting them in your body, but you are getting the best kind. There's also research to back that when you keep hydrated, there are lower risks of anxiety and depression in individuals. So whether you just finished a workout, sauna session, or just waking up in the morning, Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for those following a keto, low-carb, vegan, or paleo diet. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packs free with any Element order. To get eight free packs, you must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash digest to get this offer. Element also has a no questions asked refund policy. 
so you can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. You have nothing to lose. So go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash digest to get this amazing offer. I'll also leave that link in today's show notes so you can easily scroll down and order with just one easy tap. Welcome, Melissa, to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I have tons of questions. I have fan questions that people are asking you. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about your your personal journey because you do have such an amazing story. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your story and your pregnancy? Well, do you guys have enough wine? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a few bottles. Okay. No. All right. Um, <laughs> no. Um, well, I mean, it's really crazy how, you know, I'm here right now, you know, 38 years old and um, my life pretty much took a like 180 when I was 32. Um, And it seems like forever ago and at the same time, like yesterday. So I grew up in New York, in the Bronx, and I lived a fairly common New York type of life, you know, like in the hood, I lived in a building my entire life. And, you know, we grew up poor, you know, section eight and, you know, food stamps and all that. And, um, that was just my life. That's just the way I knew life. And then I moved to Brooklyn when I went to college, I met my husband there and I got pregnant when I was 25 and I dropped out of school because I was always sick. And um, it's just nuts. I was never like a healthy person. You know, I didn't, I didn't grow up playing a sport. You know, um, I, in my family and the culture, it's just kind of like about eating food. I mean, the good thing about the Dominican culture is that you eat food, food, you know, and uh, people say like, well, what does that mean? And I like rice and chicken and, you know, vegetables or, you know, we didn't really eat vegetables. Like, uh, like lettuce was considered just like <laughs> the vegetable, you know? <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, my mom cooked, uh, pretty much every day, even though she had two jobs. And so we ate a, a lot of home cooked foods and that's how I, I was brought up. So after I had Bella, my daughter at 26, I just, I fell into like, you know, postpartum depression. I was so unhappy with myself, my life, you know, um, I didn't have like, there were just so many things, like no goals, no direction, you know, um, and now I'm a mom with, with like nothing, you know, no, no, no career, uh, no high, high level of education. Um, I was married. I was living in the Dominican Republic at this time because my mom had dementia. So we had to count on Victor's family, which is my husband at the time. And so I was just in a really low place. And, you know, I had this new baby and I, I gained 70 pounds during my pregnancy. And I was like, holy hell. Like, oh my God, I'd never been this big. And growing up, you know, I had 
been like a yo-yo dieter because I didn't know anything about eating healthy food or exercising or any of that. So you said you were always just feeling sick. Were you, were you feeling sick and just tired like before the pregnancy or do you feel like that brought it on? Probably both. I was just, I ate shitty. And yeah, although, you know, we cooked at home, we went to like these like low level supermarkets and, you know, the chicken was like one ninety nine, and you would, you would buy like a whole chicken and who knew what was in that? It was just mm-hmm. like, probably had been there for like <laughs> three months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, a combination with what I was eating, the quality of food I was eating, um, not taking care of myself, not exercising. It was literally like everything. And I feel like a lot of people live that way now and they don't even realize that they feel shitty until they feel good, right? Right, So you don't even know how bad you feel until you actually feel good. And you're like, oh man, I thought that was normal. You know, make a long story short, after I had Bella, I just kept feeling like there was no control over my life. So I decided to do a fitness program called Insanity by Beachbody. That was like, you know, all the hype back then. And, you know, people were doing these programs at home because they were home, you know, no equipment. I did it every day for 60 days and I lost 40 pounds and I could not believe it. It wasn't even about like, I was like, I can't believe I actually did something like, Mm -hmm. and I stuck to it. You know, and ever since then, it's almost like I was addicted to the fact that I can make a decision. And if I stick to it, I will get results. That's, it's like math. It's like, if you do this every single day, you're going to get results and you're also going to get better, right? At what you're doing. That decision to do that program and it wasn't even the program itself. It was, honestly, I feel like you can do any program in the world, right? And I'm talking about fitness. If you stick to it, the, what you learn from that and what you get from that is not the program itself. It's not the, it doesn't have to be the perfect program. It's the fact that because you are actually doing something, now you're, you're getting answers to some of the questions that you have about yourself, right? That you are looking for in somebody else. You want the world to tell you these things, give you these answers about yourself, but you can't expect people and, and other, you know, other people to know more about you than you do. You actually have to take steps so that you can figure out what works for you, what's good for you. How, you know, how does this work in your day? How, how can I make this better for, for me? And so it's pretty much what I did. And, and it's the best decision I made in my life. I mean, so much more came after that, but you know, I, I'll wait for the question. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, it's true. When you when you start to see a change in your body or even in a mental state, it encourages you to, to keep going. And then there's this upward spiral of, I want to keep doing this. I want to keep feeling good. I never want to go back to that dark place, you know, et cetera. And what was that light bulb moment when, or what was that like spark that drove you to really change your way of eating and get healthy again after a pregnancy? Like, did you have that aha moment or? So funny. People ask me that all the time. And I try to like go back in time and remember um, because I had tried so many times, you know, just like any 
any person would tell you, right? Oh, I've tried that diet or I've been, you know, I fell off and I was that person. Every Monday I was on a new diet. Every Monday I was trying again. Every, you know, there was a new uh, something. But the moment I decided for real, I don't care what the results are. I need to do something. I, I mean, you know, I don't need to know the exact path that I'm going to take. I don't need to know all the answers right now. And I think that's what, that, that's what stopped me in the past. It was like, oh, I need to know the outcome of, of what I'm doing. You know, if I do 60 sit-ups every single day, am I going to have the abs? It, was, it wasn't about that anymore. It was about feel that you are doing something about the issue at hand and feel uncomfortable, feel all of those things. And you are taking the right steps because without feeling all those things, then you're just doing the same thing you always do. You know what I mean? Like you have to feel change. And so by feeling all that change, I was like, this, this is what I need. This is amazing. But I think it was just, I was just so tired. I think it was just like the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't anymore. And I couldn't like do this, like whatever diet or stop eating, starve myself or go running for one day of the week and tell myself, yeah, I'm going to run every day and not run every day. It's just like, I was so tired of like lying to myself, not being able to rely on myself. You know, I couldn't trust myself. I was at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. And I was like, I'm just going to choose this one thing and I'm going to stick to it. And I'm just going to do it. And let me tell you, it's not that it's like a light bulb, really, because you may decide, yes, this is what I'm going to do. But how many times do people decide, yes, I'm starting on Monday and I'm going to do this. And it's almost like a light bulb effect, right? But do they stick to it? No, it's almost like a light bulb effect every single day. You know what I mean? Until it becomes... Uh, almost like a, a natural, right? You you fall into a flow of things. But every single day I had to wake up and be like, remember, you made this promise to yourself and this is what you're going to do. And then the next day, remember, hey, hey, don't fall off. Like you yeah. got to keep this light bulb going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had to like reignite every single day. Well, it's almost like you you almost have to get to that rock bottom point to really make that decision, whether it's a, a fitness goal or whether you're trying to eat better or go for gut health, because speaking from experience as well, you know, people ask, well, why do you, you know, eat the way that you do? Or, or did you ever have like a craving for like Taco Bell or whatever? And I'm like, you know what? No, because I know what I'm going to feel like after I eat this or that. And it's gonna sit, it's not just gonna be like an hour of like bloating. It's gonna be days. Sometimes it'll take a full week to recover from one crappy meal. You know, it just depends. And I'm like, do I really wanna feel like that? You know, so you have to you have to say, like, do I wanna feel like this? No, I don't. And I feel so much better. And Melissa, you have created an empire. You really have because not only do you have a, an incredible book, you have an app, you have, I mean, your online programs. I mean, you have this cult following uh, on Instagram. With you, woman, I remember, you know, when I first started following you so many years ago and I was like, oh, I love this woman, you know? 
And I just love everything that you did. And still to this day, you know, and I, I always like, every time I'm around people, I'm like, do you follow Lil Sipper? Like, do you follow Lil Sipper? Aww. You know? You're so sweet. I mean, I feel like you and I can definitely relate in many ways. And one of the ways is that you take no BS. Like you're a no BS woman driven and I just love it. And what you have accomplished from your your past, your struggles to now where you are today is just amazing. And I want to get into that more. And, you know, I want to, I want to talk about, you know, your meal plans and all these things, but to even come from where you started to where you are now to, to training celebrities like Kim Kardashian and all these, these crazy people, like not, not crazy, but these, you know, high profile, you know, it's just great testimony. And so to that, I I do, um, we did have some questions. One was how did you obtain or how did Kim Kardashian find you or did you find her and how did you become her trainer? Well, that is such a crazy story. I swear. I, I feel like it's like, like J-Lo should play me in a movie at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, because it is the craziest thing. So me, my husband, my daughter and dog, we lived in a basement apartment in Brooklyn and I was working as a photography producer on Barrick Street in New York. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I had just found myself kind of like in fitness and I started working out. And that was at the time I was doing like insanity. And um, I found like a new love for myself and for fitness. And I wanted to see where that was going to go. So I quit my job as a producer. And I started working as a hostess at a local restaurant in my neighborhood in Brooklyn. I went from like $100,000 a year to $7 an hour. And my husband was like, what in the world are you doing? And I was like, trust me, I have a plan. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I kept working out, focusing on myself. I started training a few friends at a gym. So I was kind of like training people outside of like my restaurant job. And I decided to do a bodybuilding competition because I was like, well, I know nothing about bodybuilding and I know nothing about, you know, that, that side of the world, but I would love to do it and challenge myself and see where this goes. And so I got a coach. First, I signed up for the competition. Then I found a coach. <laughs> then, because that's the way I work. I'm like, I dive into the shark tank and then I figure it all out. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I, I got coached and, you know, did the whole macros thing and, Oh my God, it was the hardest thing I had ever done in my life. So not to like go off track, but I put up a side-by-side photo of me on Instagram. So it was like my bodybuilding competition body. I had just won. I won the competition in two categories and I did like a before and after. And back in those days, which was like, what, five, six years ago, you know, you would share a photo on Instagram and it would like blow up. For sure. You know, <laughs> so she, um, I had no followers, no nothing. It's just like a mom in Brooklyn, you know, working at a restaurant, doing my own thing. And she found me on Explore, on Instagram Explore. Like she was just scrolling uh-huh. one night and saw this transformation photo on a, on like a 
transformation page. So she didn't even see it on my page. So like okay. one of those weight they, like, loss reposted pages. it or something. Yeah. And um, she had her production company reach out to me through uh, like a company number that I had, um, which was really like a Google number. So we get this message and it's like, hey, I'm contacting you from, you know, Kim Kardashian's blah, 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 from keeping up with the Kardashians. And uh, Kim would love to train with you. And we know that you live in New York, but would you be willing to come out here? And yeah, my husband was like, hey, I come home and he's like, hey, there's a message here from Kim Kardashian's people. And I was like, shut the F up. And he's like, no. And so we were like, okay, let's calm down. And he's like, so he sends them a message and he's like, hey, you know, would you please send us an email so we know this isn't a scam or like spam. So they sent an email with like NDAs, all this stuff. And we were like, holy shit, this is like for real. So the crazier part of the story is that one month before this message came in, we sold all of our stuff. I'm talking about we sold our sneakers for like $6 so that we can have enough money to move to California. We bought mm-hmm. our one-way tickets to California one month before this happened. And when I spoke to Kim, because they were like, do you have a, you know, some time to actually get on the phone with her? And I was like, um, yeah, well, let me check my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. So I get on the phone with Kim and she's like, hey, you know, would you come here for a few weeks and train me and, you know, teach me kind of your ways? And I was like, Kim, I bought my one-way ticket to California. Like my whole family, we're all moving there, you know, next month. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, yes way. So it was just a happy coincidence that I was moving to California. And then, yeah, you know, Train the Kardashians for the last six years. What a crazy story. <laughs> I know. Insane. That's what I'm saying. It was like, no way. You know, it was, it, I, we were coming to California. We had no money. We even like faked papers to get an apartment. <laughs> so, so that it looked like we can afford it, you know, and, and it's nuts. You know, I was selling a $50, uh, like a digital program online at the time. And I remember when the first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians came out, I was on the first episode and, you know, that that whole season was going to be about Kim and her, her journey in fitness. And I made something like $40,000 that day. It was the craziest thing from a $50 digital program that I was selling. It was my only program on my website. It was all that I had. And we literally paid our debt that day Mm. when that episode came out. I just got chills. Like, what a blessing, really, you know? And now, okay, so that happens. Now you are set to write a book and now you have this app. And so 
questions macros, like not to like switch gears here, but I do want to go into some, some deeper questions. And first of all, did you help Kim just with training or did you help her with her diet? And then also what does your diet look like today and tips for someone wanting to transition into a healthier lifestyle? I know those are like completely different questions, but kind of geared all around diet and and that kind of thing. So we started with both diet and exercise. And I started her on a macros plan because I wanted her to know what she was eating and how much she was eating. And it wasn't even really about how much, but really kind of like what she's putting in in her mouth and if it has any nutritional value or not. Because if there's one thing that macros do do, they show you, at least for me, they show you how much crap you're putting into your body that you think has nutrition, but really doesn't. It's just like you're eating it and maybe you feel full for a little while, but there's no nutrition in it. There's you're, there's nothing to break down because there's really nothing there. Can you explain for like the bare basics, the difference between macros and calories for those listening? So macros are protein, carbs, and fats, you know, and then there are micronutrients. But for macros, how the general see it is protein, carbs, and fats. And so calories are made up of these macros, right? So every carb, every gram of carbohydrates is four calories. I mean, it, it's super complicated if I have to say it, because you're just like, you know, all the math that's going on in your head. And you're like, wait, but hold on. So let's say you have 130, like you weigh a piece of chicken and it's 130 grams, right? That's protein. So for that 130 gram of weight, each one of those grams is equal to four calories. So now you multiply 130 times four, and that is pretty much the amount of calories of protein you're eating a day. So what's 130 times four is like, I don't know, 600 or something like that. And would you recommend macros for for everyone like counting macros because that was one of the questions or would you would you say just like focus on more of a nutrient dense look at ingredients look at the the nutrients versus over like a pop tart you know oh a hundred percent i cannot follow macros now for the life of me it's too much too many numbers too many restrictions too many too much thinking involved when you're really just trying to eat well and live your life and be happy. You know what I mean? If 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 it's so complicated in that way, it's just it can turn on you. You know, macros is something that a lot of the time start out very unhealthy and hopefully you become you have a healthy relationship with food after that, but I mean for a long time I couldn't eat bananas because my coach was like, "Hey, bananas are high carbohydrate." And so I just stayed away from fruit for years. Mm. And this was because of the whole macros deal. You know, everything was about protein, carbs, and fats, protein, carbs, Mm. and and like, you know, making it as simple as possible. Like, you know, don't use any oil in your chicken because that's the fat. And then you have the fat from this. And it's just like, you know, an avocado is like 25 grams of an avocado is six grams of fat and five grams of carbohydrates. And I saw food as a, a number and as like, you know, how does this fit into my, you know, how I look? Mm, it was a number over nourishment. Yeah, it was more like, how does this fit into how I look versus how does this fit into how I feel? Mm-hmm. And 
that was really difficult uh, for me to transition out of macros. But when I did, I now when I look back, I'm also grateful for it because it did teach me, hey, you're eating all this crap, but you know, it has no it has no nutrients in it. So, you know, there are kind of ways where you can manipulate macros, where you can add other like uh, little things like, oh, you have to hit 25 grams of fiber a day. So, you know, it gets really complicated and we can sit here and talk about it for hours. Trust me. I know I kind of went off topic, but you were focusing with Kim on, on macros at the time. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, I definitely, I told her, I said, listen, we're going to focus on macros for now. And then we're going to go into more of like, you know, now that you have like a little bit of a baseline, I want to get your calories up. I want you to be eating more just like actual meals instead of kind of like snacking or, you know, feeling like you can't eat because we're going to be working out really hard. And so, you know, I want you to eat. And I want you to eat well. And then she kind of like found her own way. And, you know, she she eats really well. I mean, her and I eat together all the time. And it's like, we eat the same amount of food. And she's tiny. You know what I mean? Like, she eats. And I was yeah. like, oh, holy moly, you know? But yeah, so, you know, I have a relationship with her chef. And yeah, she eats home-cooked food most of the time. If you're not subscribed to my newsletters, they come out every Friday and they're called Friday Finds. This is information that only my subscribers get in their inbox. I share stuff like non-toxic air fryers and kitchen appliances, new food finds, product recalls, food news, and food products that aren't even on the market yet. But I've got the scoop. This is not published anywhere else and cannot be found on my blog. So be sure you're in the know and subscribe to my weekly newsletters by going to littlesipper.com slash subscribe and enter your email. That's all you have to do. So go to com forward slash subscribe to get exclusive information on everything food. Would you say that that's kind of the diet that you followed as well when you first started your own journey? When I started, I started with Shanti's like food plan and it was like, it, it wasn't like healthy plan. I, I wouldn't call it that. It was more of like get a certain amount of um, pretty much protein, carbs and fats, but without the macros. Mm. You know, he, he didn't make it about macros. It was more about here's your food plan. Just make sure you eat this, you know, choose from this list, this meal a day. So I was eating things like four ounces of, of ham, you know, like at 3 p.m. with like six almonds. You know what I mean? Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that at that time I was kind of doing macros because it was just a meal plan that I was following. But I think that in itself, again, just any kind of like food plan will let you see kind of like what what you're putting into your mouth, right? When you're starting a fitness journey, I feel that everyone's struggle is like, what do I eat? What do I eat? And for me now, I want people to actually eat food. Most people just snack all day long and 
they don't feel satisfied, right? Satiated. And satiation mm-hmm. comes from so many things. It's not just a full belly, but it's it's the texture of the food you're eating. You know, like you want to feel the carbohydrate that you're yeah. chewing. And he- healthy fats. Hel- I mean, if people don't eat fat, they're never really going to feel satiated because fat is just, and protein is so satiating. Yeah, that's that filling you know, feeling that, that you have. And, you know, there are just so many components to it. I remember eating, the uh, eating, <laughs> I didn't eat the book. I, I, well, I kind of did. Like I read it, <laughs> uh, the whole 30. I don't know. You probably. Yeah. So you, do you remember when it was like, the like super popular? Oh yeah. I mean, people still do it. I feel like people do whole 30, like in January as like a reset. But I, I remember when it was like super popular and like that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I learned um, a lot from the whole 30 and it was mostly not necessarily what to eat and what not to eat, but how hormones affect you, you know, and, and what happens when, when you eat and like leptin and ghrelin and, you know, all these things, right? Because a lot of the times you think you're just like this crazy being and things are just happening to you. And it's like, no, there are hormones and those hormones are dictating, you know, a lot of what what it is that you're feeling. If you're hungry, if you're full, like, you know, all of these things. Well, they can make you crave certain foods. And if you're putting crap into your body, you're going to actually crave more of that. And it becomes an addiction. Yes. Yes. So imagine you eat like it's like you eat salty food every day, right? Salty, 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 salty. And you put more salt on your food. And if you eat something that has some salt in it, but you're going to be like, oh, this is like, you know, doesn't have any flavor. Yeah. It's like sugar too. It's like if you, even if you add like crazy, I know people are going to hate me for this, but if you add like stevia and like zero calorie sweeteners to everything, then a strawberry does not taste sweet to you. You know, like you can't appreciate the natural sweetness of of things from the earth. Oh, yes. Like I used to drink my coffee with like 10 sugars. It was nuts. And now if I even have one sugar in my coffee, like it's because I drink coffee black with no sugar. But if I do have a sugar in my coffee, I can taste it so much, like the sweetness in it. Mm-hmm. It's It's really crazy. And when I think back, I'm like, how the hell did I drink my coffee with so much sugar? It was like, you know, in the bottom, you it's like mud. Concentrated. It's crazy. And I watch your Instagram stories too. And, and you have like this pour over. Don't you do a pour over? Yeah, every morning. Uh, like clockwork. So therapeutic. You guys have to check her out on Instagram, watch her, watch her stories. But it also, it amazes me that too, people can go to Starbucks every morning and get the frothy frappuccino latte. And I'm like, did you not get like a headache the day before when you got that? No, it's nuts. You know, I, I, I see it all the time too. And I'm like, you know, and I try my best to be that person who's like, okay, well, this person does this because that's just what they know. You know, that's how they've been doing it for forever. And there is this fine line between like, that's what you know, and ignorance. And then there's I'm choosing to do this, even though I know it's not the best thing for me. Like, you know, and it's hard in this world too, because as soon as you say something about something, somebody has, they're like, oh, well, why are you being so 
this or why are you being yeah Yeah. and it's like oh my god you can't say anything anymore because that's it you're like a judgmental asshole but it's like bro you don't want to do that anymore but you keep doing the same thing over and over expecting something else okay i understand that you know a lot of these things are addictive but once that awareness comes to you you have to make a decision, you know, and a very hard one. You know, do I want to make a very hard decision and break that habit that I want to break? Or do I still want to make a hard decision and not break the habit and keep living the same way? Either way, it's going to be difficult. You know, you're just kind of choosing your difficult every day in life. You know, life is hard a lot of the time. And it's not a bad thing. You know, people just go through things all the time and you constantly have to make decisions every single day. You're making decisions literally all day long. You know, like what time you brush your teeth? Are you going to brush your teeth before or after coffee? You know, are you going to take your dog out? If I do, I'm going to be late. You know, it's, it's a constant, right? This constant thing all day long and you're making all these decisions. So there's that saying, you know, if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Oh, a hundred percent. And you got to feel it, right? Oh yeah. That's what I was saying. Like you feel, you feel those, those decisions, every difficult decision, every decision that you make that is kind of like breaking a habit, right? That you don't want. It's felt. You don't just fly by through that. You know, you don't just like walk down, you know, you walk down the same street every day, right? You walk your dog, you walk down the street and you walk down the street. Now you've taken that street for granted. And now that street is just, it's whatever. You don't even realize you're kind of thinking about something else. You know, you're not even really present anymore because you're, you're kind of, you're in, a, you're in the zone. You've done this so many times. But if you walk down a different street, you automatically become more present. You're like, oh, well, I've never been down the street. Now you see the, the tree you've never seen. There's that house you've never seen. You know, this awareness starts to come to you. And you're like, oh, well you know, maybe you find something new there. But, and that is why I like experiencing different things and trying different things. And, you know, I'm always a learner and, you know, not to get off the topic, but I do love a challenge and I do love challenging myself in in things all the time because life is challenging. And so if you get used to kind of being challenged and putting yourself in positions where you can be challenged and overcome, right? Because you can't. You know, for the most part, you can, if you decide, if you decide that you want to, that you really, really want to. Yeah. Um, Well, life doesn't get easier. You just get better. That's another, you know, good saying that. I mean, I love that you're just a no BS woman. And so I do have some bullet point questions here just about what are some key tips when someone is deciding to change their lifestyle and habits that everyone can do, no matter what their social status, income, et cetera, right? You don't have to like join a gym or you don't have to go on this like super expensive, like diet plan. Like what are some things that everyone can do no matter what? You don't have to be, again, super rich or you don't have to join a gym. I started with no money. You know, I was there. And I think that's the best part about like my journey and, you know, with a lot of people, but I did grow up. I came from nothing. I was just like this normal, regular person. Still I am, you know, struggling every single day. So I understand, but, um, 
I, I didn't have the means and I didn't have the background. And it was just something that I had decided. So I think it's a hard, hard thing. It's not easy, but it is is simple. You have to decide, okay, I'm going to do something different, right? It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be the right thing because there's really not the there's no right. There's right for you right now. And that's the best kind of thinking, you know, like, so when it, in terms of like fitness and and health, I'm going to say, you know, choose, like, be honest with yourself. Don't say I'm going to sign up for the gym and I'm going to go five days a week. What can you, what can you actually do? You know, like, can I work out twice a week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you start small. Yeah, you and and make them like small, not like these giant changes, you know, like maybe you don't change your diet completely. Maybe you say, you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to drink water and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe water, coffee and tea. Those three things. I'm going to try that for for a month. And I'm not even going to change my food. You know, like maybe you don't even start working out at your house, but you say for 20 minutes, three times a week, I'm going to go for a walk. There are people who are extreme, like me. I'm the kind of person, I'm like 100% or zero. And that's yeah, just kind of, you know, that's how I go. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm all in, guys. I'm yeah. like, you know, but for most people, they are so concerned with the goal and how far they are from that goal that they are stagnant. And so I'm going to say, delete any goal you have. Like, I know you want maybe abs or chiseled arms, right? Because most people are, a lot of people are thinking this way versus how do I feel? Am I healthy? You know, you know, what's my lifestyle like? Am I being good to myself? Like, I think that in the beginning, for the most part, it's mostly about aesthetic, right? People are looking and they're like, oh, I want a big booty and I need, I need to do more butt programs and I need to, and it's like, but you feel like shit and you, you, you know, like, how do you, how, how are you going to have that thing if your mentality is, is already like in a terrible place, you know? And it's not that, again, you have to be in the perfect place, but if you start with small little goals and you can actually do them, you know, this week, I'm going to work out twice a week. If you actually work out twice in that week, you're going to feel good about yourself. You're, that's a win. But yeah. if you say, I'm going to work out five days a week and you work out two, you're, all, you're automatically going to talk down on yourself. Oh, of course, you know, I didn't do it because I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I do this all the time. Like, what did I expect of myself? You know, I can't ever do anything. If you're that kind of person who does that kind of, who, who does that kind of talk, in order to change that kind of talk, it's like, let me set myself up so that I can actually do, you know, complete the thing and, and feel like I have succeeded in these tiny little challenges. Mm-hmm. And then I, I start add, adding from there. Yeah, I think that's that's key is setting yourself up mentally before you actually do the things physically and setting specific goals, like you said, attainable goals, um, drinking water, hydrating. I mean, that's something everyone can do. Uh, even if you you like, oh, I want to like lift weights, but I don't have the money to buy weights. Like use things around your house, use jugs of water, like canned goods. I don't know, just, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, and there are other ways. There's tempo, like training, or you can do stuff in your house that's going to help you build muscle. And again, anything you do, you just have to get started and you have to build a little bit of that confidence in yourself and that trust. I'm going to do this. I know I'm going to do this. If I start in my house, I do push-ups, sit-ups, you know, whatever I do in my house, I'm going to follow this like at-home program. I have an at-home program actually on my app and I feel like I love doing it because sometimes I'm home and I'm like, I don't want to be in the gym with a ton of people. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes it takes like, you know, 30 minutes to drive to the gym. You're like, I could have done something in 30 minutes at my house. (laughs) Totally. And you know, people, people also, it's like, it's difficult to have a job, take care of your family, cook every day. Oh my God. All the expectations. Seriously, Bethany, it's like, I, I, sometimes I look at Instagram and I'm like, okay, so I have to be self-aware a conscious person, be kind. I have to cook for myself. I have to go shopping. I have to clean my house. I have to be good to my dog. I have to take care of my daughter and my husband and pay my taxes and go to the bank. And it's like, holy hell, who the expectations that we are also putting on ourselves is immense and it's not sustainable. Nobody is doing all of these things at 100%. Well, and to to add to that, you know, a lot of people too, they they look at these people, these influencers or these high profile people and they're they are the super mom and they have two jobs with the kids and everything is perfect and this that and the other and what people probably don't realize is they have probably a nanny, they probably have a house cleaner, they probably have an assistant for themselves, you know, and but they don't show that online. No, no. Is completely true. And even it's nuts because I'm pretty sure you may even feel like this sometimes, especially as a person who's known on social media and who has a a large following that you're just like, guys, I'm just like a normal person struggling, going through the same things as you are. Like, please do not see me as like, you know, this (laughs) higher power. I'm literally trying my best every single day. And you can, you can count on that if I'm like really, really, really succeeding in this one spot, then there's another place that's kind of falling short. Like guys, you know, these muscles. Yeah. There's something there's, there are dishes probably in my sink waiting for me right now. You know, like maybe I didn't take my kid to that basketball game, you know, like also this is what I do for a living at this point. You're, you cannot expect to do this what I'm doing because this is my job, you know? So I want you to know that like, it's not normal, you know, like you, you wake up at five in the morning, you go to work, you have kids, you have things. Trust me. I get it. You don't want to go to the gym after work or, you know, like, you're like, well, how am I supposed to cook a meal right now when it's hard, it's hard. And you have to decide those things, right? And see how these things fit into your life. I always say the results of your life uh, show where you hold certain things, their priority, right? So, you know, if you're like super aesthetic, muscular, fit, blah, 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 you know, it's like, then that's a high priority, right? Item on your list. Then other things in your life start to fall 
short there, right? So then everything else falls kind of like under that. Or if you have like a beautiful spotless house and you're like a homemaker, you know, then maybe your fitness is more on the bottom and that's just at the top, you know, like you're like the ultimate mom, but there's no time for maybe you or, you know, your dating life or whatever it is. Like, trust me, your life and kind of like what's happening in your life shows where, where your priority list kind of is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, no, for, for the most part. For no, for sure. And like you said, you know, you're you're a super fit woman, you're active, but this I mean, you're a personal trainer. This is your job. Someone that's that's cooking all the time and people are like, "Man, I just don't have that time." Well, if you're a chef, that's probably, I mean, that's your job or like, you know, you're an interior designer. Well, of course your home's going to look beautiful. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, trust me, I do it too. I'm like, oh my god, look at my, I like, I want to like be the interior decorator. It's like, Melissa, you're in fitness. Stop <laughs> thinking that you're gonna do this to your house. Like, I try my best, and I'm like, oh, it's never gonna get there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you put up a great point: is that you have to know who you're watching, and of course, people are only gonna show the best of the best online, and they're not gonna share all these all these things, and you know. I'm just, I'm a human just like you, Melissa, and like just like everyone else. Like, yeah, I get uh, stomach upsets too. Like I'll eat something, I'll get food poisoning too. And people are like, well, how come you have a stomach upset? Or how, well, maybe, maybe I was stressed and my body was in a flight and fight mode and it couldn't digest at that moment. Like I'm not going to have the perfect whatever, like all the time, you know? It's that too. It's like, they also kind of expect you to be, a hundred percent perfect. And it's like, okay, I am an advocate of this, but you know, there is also life itself that, you know, yeah. it's like, I want to eat healthy and I want to make the best decisions for me. But sometimes that's not always, always available for you, right? You do your best in trying to do those things. But again, it, it's not always available to you. And also you're not 100%, 100% of the time. Otherwise, I mean, no one's perfect. I get sick, you know, like, hello. I mean, I could take all of the things, all the supplements, care for my, and I will still catch a cold randomly. It's just, you know, how it is. But um, okay, so I'm going to digress because I have to get to some questions here. Any popular exercises that are BS? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so many. Um, but this is how I see it. If you are moving your body, then you're doing something good for yourself, right? Because you don't know, um, you know, especially if you're not like a fitness person, you're not going to know everything. You're going to do some moves and be like, oh, well, is this, you know, the, the, the best move, you know, um, is this better than that? People always ask that wait, so is that better than this? No, it's just different. And sometimes different exercises work for different people. But if you're moving, nothing is really BS. Now, if you have a specific goal in mind, then things start to become BS. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense because the fitness industry is such a like, uh, it's such a scammy kind of world 
it's like, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to get started. Honestly, just like move your body. Most of, uh, if you're moving your body in a, in a way that's not going to hurt you, you're doing something good for yourself. I don't care. I don't care what it is. You could be doing a, a side curtsy lunge. Like, yeah, that may not be, you know, the most beneficial for the, the outcome. You know, mm-hmm. you, you'd get better results doing a hip thrust for your booty than you're going to be doing, you know, on a curtsy lunge. But you're moving your body. You're trying, right? That curtsy lunge, it's going to tell you, hey, a hip thrust is better than this. You know, so nothing is really BS. Like they all work for a reason, you know, like that's why I'm saying even shitty diets, shitty diet plans. If you're somebody who's never followed a diet plan and you follow like a shitty diet plan, kind of like how, how I first did, you start to like ask yourself questions, you know, like these things prompt you to, yeah. to, to do things and to ask yourself things like, do I really like this? Like maybe this is better or whatever. Everything is there to teach you something like, you know, that's why you know, there are no like real bad experiences. Like, yeah, bad shit happens all the time, but there are also lessons and lessons for you to either learn, you know, maybe you need that lesson a few times, you know, but again, even like a shitty move will teach you something. So is it really shitty? All (laughs) All right. So next question is, how do you stay motivated? I lost 60 pounds in a year, but my mindset my mind doesn't see it. This is a question. Yeah, that that happens. I mean, maybe switching it up. I mean, that's that's just the the best way to go about it. You know, when I look at fitness and health, uh, now I see it as just something that I just love to do every single day and and I and I do it because it's become a discipline, right? And I know that that's like seems so cliché, but in the beginning, you need like motivation. After that, it's about acceptance, right? I accept this is where I am. I feel good. This is my body. These are the, you know, like this is how I eat and this is how I live my life. And this is my body. And all those things are are correlated and they have to make sense, right? Because you can't want a certain body type or a feeling and then not eat according to that or not exercise according to that or not live the lifestyle according to that right so it's like about uh making sense of what it is that you want and what it is that you're doing right mm-hmm. and so yeah just kind of like accepting that doing the things that you have to do for the goal that it is that you want and maybe switching it up i ride motorcycles now i love it and honestly like fitness I love fitness and I love it because it's part of my life, but it's no longer an aesthetic thing for me. It's just like, I love to lift heavy weights. I love to challenge my body. I love to, you know, do a sprint, but I love motorcycles. And now motorcycles have taken, you know, like this like higher priority over like my fitness as an aesthetic. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Fitness is more for me like, it makes me feel good and I feel healthy and I feel strong and I feel mobile. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. Well, when you say motorcycles, that was uh, my next question because someone had asked, please ask her about motorcycle riding, how she got into it, tips, her goals, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, honestly, I've never even, I just, I grew up thinking like, you know, girls on motorcycles are badass. 
Never thought that I would ever get into motorcycling. Honestly, I didn't even learn how to drive a car until I moved to LA when I was 32. And yeah, so I got into motorcycles uh, three years ago. I just took a class. You know, my ex, my ex-husband, he was like, hey, you should ride motorcycles. Like, I've never felt so present in my life. And I was like, you know, at that time I was going through a lot. And I took the class and I got my license. I bought my motorcycle literally within like two weeks and just started riding. And honestly, it's the best decision I ever made. I love it. I ride at the track. You know, it's, you have to be there at the moment. You can't think of anything else. There's nothing else that matters. It is what you are doing right then and there. And that feeling of being so present in all those moments is addictive, you know, Mm. being present and just... It's honestly, honestly the best. And um, this year, hopefully, I will get my racing, my amateur racing license, and I'll just race amateur, you know, just for fun. Well, congrats. Always challenging myself. Remember I told you, like, I throw myself in the shark tank and then I figure it out. Well, all right. Well, I can't wait to see. Hopefully you stay safe. But yeah, that was actually a a really fun question. We've got some fans. Um, Do you believe in supplements? Um. Yeah, I think that me and myself, I take fish oil, vitamin A, vitamin D, you know, like I drink protein at times. I wasn't, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, there's just so much crap in so many things and it's just very difficult to, to know, right? It's hard to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. We're not all scientists and, you know, like we don't know what that word is or you know, it's just like you look at all these things and you're like, well, am I doing something better or worse for my body? Right. Because at least that that apple, at least it fell off of that tree and I can trust it, you know. But like now this is like this man-made situation that now I'm putting into my body and people are telling me that I need. So but um, I can say that, you know, I can feel the difference like if I take probiotics for a long period of time, I can actually, and I, I won't necessarily feel it while I'm taking it, but if I stop taking probiotics, I feel it. Yeah. You know, that's how a a lot of people, yeah. It's a crazy thing. It's like, you know, you really do. I did really feel uh, better. Um, And honestly, I was like on a roll for like a couple of years. I was like, you know, taking all of my uh, supplements and, and feeling, I didn't realize how, how much it affected me um, in a good way. And so like I'm back, you know, like taking my probiotics, my fish oil, you know, like, mm-hmm. and yeah, I drink protein every now and again, just so that I, you know, keep my protein intake up. What's your protein powder of choice? Whey, pea? Actually, I'm coming out with my own. Ooh. And yeah, and it's very, very different. And hopefully it will be out in the next couple months. But it's actually made from fermented mushroom. So it is considered whey, but it has no whey in it. It has no animal product in it. Girl, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to try this. This is crazy. You okay. are going to love it. Actually, I thought about you too while we were, you know, just talking about like all the ingredients and it tastes amazing. And I'm not saying that because it's mine. I'm honestly, I think this is going to be something that is going to be really big. And uh, probably a lot of other companies are going to start doing the same thing. But mushroom yeah, protein. You, yeah. So it's, it's awesome. And I can't wait for it to come out. 
Wow. Well, congrats. Yes, I can't wait either. Okay. Well, speaking of food, healthy Dominican food recipes, please. That was another, <laughs> what's what's like a healthy Dominican food recipe? Actually, on my YouTube channel, I did like a whole year. I did a little like show with my daughter called Whatever, It's Edible. And, um, I love it. <laughs> and uh, um, I have a lot of recipes there of actual food that I eat on the daily. So... Dominican recipes like plantains. So we have like mashed plantains. We have, you know, we eat rice, beans, and chicken pretty much every day. There's spaghetti, like we call it spaghetti, but it's like a pasta. I mean, just a a ton of stuff on there. So if they want to look, you know, like we eat steak and the way we make chicken, like roasted chicken. But yeah, we eat everything. And honestly, if you're if you're cooking it at home, I say for the most part, you can eat all the things that you love. And but if you make it at home, it's automatically it becomes like so much healthier. You know, you're putting oh, the, your ingredients. Yeah, I mean, you know, the oil you're cooking in, like everything. So yeah. just make it at home. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, something like super crazy and all this stuff. It's just like try cooking more at home. And I know that's really difficult, but it's going to be healthier. You're going to feel better. You're going to save money too. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it with your 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 kids or your boyfriend or it's creating, right? It's it's finding that creative part of you. And with cooking, you get better at it every time you do it. And before you know it, you're making all this good stuff. And you're like, I don't even want to go out. Every oh time gosh. I go out to eat and I spend like $300, $400, I'm like, ugh. I'm always disappointed. I'm like, I could have made this better at home. A hundred percent agree. My my husband and I do the same thing. We're like, hey, like, let's be adventurous. Like, should we go out to like a restaurant tonight? And we're like, I'd rather just eat like a home cooked meal. Yeah, to- totally. Like when you get to that level, then you're just like, ah, oh, it's just so much nicer to just eat at home, honestly. And yeah. so much nicer on your stomach. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I know you're a fan, just like I am, of Cassandrino's olive oil and his Tony stuff is amazing. So, um, all right. So last, last question here. I mean, we have so many, but just for time's sake. So this is actually, we've got a, a big fan. When is Melissa's next all gym workout coming out? I'm currently doing her 2.0 eight weeks now and excited for it. Well, actually, I was just having that conversation yesterday. So I'm going to say in the next six weeks or so, um, I'll have another gym-based program up on the site. Okay. Well, there you guys have it. All right. Well, obviously, I mean, we could talk, we can go on and on, but if you guys want to know where Melissa is at, okay, Melissa, Now's your chance. Pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? What's your social media? Go for it. So you can find me pretty much on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok as FitGirlMel, and that's girl with a U. And, you know, like DM me. I respond to everybody. Send me questions. You know, email me at info at FitGirlMel and check out my website, FitGirlMel.com and my app, FitGirlMelApp dot com and you guys can join for free there's a seven day free trial if you want to join my app and 
trust me, I got recipes. I have all types of programs that I write myself and that I have also done myself. And I encourage you all to check it out. And, you know, I just try to be as real as possible and give you the experiences that I've had so that maybe you don't have to do it twice. I love it. You are the real deal for sure. You got the hookup with all your stuff and we'll put all those links in today's show notes for those listening. And uh, we will hope to have you back soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first. If you're looking to take back your health, it's time for you to listen to the Real Foodology podcast. From the producer of Digest This comes one of Apple Podcasts' top 10 nutrition shows, hosted by integrative nutritionist and real food activist Courtney Swan. The Real Foodology podcast is on a mission to change the way we eat. Courtney interviews doctors, food experts, health professionals, and nutrition pioneers to bring you the best info so you can thrive. Somewhere along the way, we lost sight of how impactful our food choices are. But it's never too late to start on the path of better health choices. You'd be so surprised how resilient our bodies are when we start taking care of them. Yes, it's overwhelming, but that's why Courtney's here to help. She breaks it down for you and makes the information more accessible so that you can make more informed decisions in the grocery aisle or restaurant. Listen to the Real Foodology podcast today on your favorite podcast app. New episodes every Wednesday. Produced by Drake Peterson and Resonant Media.